nearly 10 years since my burnout experience and I believe that it wasn't necessary for me to burn out and it's not necessary for you either. In this podcast, my guests and I share our real life experiences with burnout. We get into the science of stress and share actionable tips on how to prevent burnout and how to recover from it. I'm Hannah Holden, ex-management consultant and burnout survivor. I work with management consultants to help them avoid and overcome burnout. I help them to get intentional about their choices, rebuild their energy and embed new healthy habits so that they can get back to loving life. We have had some amazing feedback on the episode that Anna and I did a few months ago now on gratitude and I've asked Anna to come back again today for a little mini episode where we're going to talk a bit more about why we love gratitude. So thank you for coming back Anna. Thanks a lot for the invitation. So we're going to make it short and snappy. We'll start with Anna giving us a brief lowdown on why we should all be practicing gratitude. Ah, yes. So I discovered gratitude around two years ago when I was going through quite a difficult period. And uh, even though on many days I didn't feel like practicing gratitude at all, I heard that it can have a very beneficial impact on my well-being. And at that point, I was really desperate and I was really keen to try anything. So I noticed that in the short term, right, in the moment when you practice gratitude, it really has the capacity or the ability to lift your mood. Um, it can make you smile and um, it can take some of the worries uh, that you're carrying around. Um, it's What's important, however, is that when we practice gratitude, we really take the time for it, right? Because it's one of the things that is sometimes easier said than done, right? Just look at the bright side of life. And it takes a little bit of commitment and time and, um, yeah, accountability maybe even to really start practicing gratitude. And when we do that, uh, right, through journaling, for example, through focusing on what is good in our life despite our circumstances, we will instantly feel less stressed. It will help us to relax. Uh, it can help us to sleep better even, which I found really fascinating and a great benefit. Um, yeah, and uh, we can really feel better in the moment just after a few minutes of thinking thoughts of gratitude. And um, in the long term, uh, practicing gratitude consistently and regularly um, with purpose has the capacity of making us healthier, happier, uh, even more resilient. And it can help us to improve our relationships because when we give gratitude, uh, it obviously has a positive impact uh, on those around us as well. What about you, Hannah? What is your favorite way or what is your favorite reason for gra practicing gratitude? So um, I, I love all of what you've just said. And um, for me personally, it's about getting a different perspective, especially when things are challenging. And something that I think is fascinating about gratitude, but also other ways of training the brain to think or training the brain how we want to think and how we want to approach things is they say that neurons that fire together wire together, which means that we can take um, something like gratitude and practice it intentionally initially, but it acts as brain training because the brain follows the same paths, the same neural pathways. And so over time, it becomes familiar to walk the path of gratitude. And it means that we hit a tough time. And what wasn't once our 
you know, automatic response to a difficult situation becomes an automatic response over time so that in time gratitude can be something that shows up and you're not necessarily having to make that conscious effort all the time. It, it becomes a natural way of responding to things. So I think that's fascinating. Yes. Yeah, because our natural, our automatic response is actually to look at the negative, right? We have a very strong negativity bias, which means that we tend to focus on the negative and it means that we tend to remember the bad far more than the good. So obviously that leads us to complaining a lot, uh, to not noticing all the goodness in our lives as it is happening. And as you said, right, it takes time and effort to kind of rewire our brains to minimize that negativity bias that we have and to bring a little bit more joy to our everyday mm. okay and so talking about bringing a bit more joy to our everyday we said we were going to talk a bit about our personal experiences with gratitude so do you want to share some insights either in how you've benefited from gratitude or perhaps how you now practice gratitude having been doing it for a period of time mm -hmm. yes sure so i think if people are just starting with gratitude, uh, I would really recommend starting a gratitude diary. You have probably heard it at a million times. Uh, if the listener, if you're listening to it and you think, oh, yes, I have heard about the gratitude diary. But if you haven't tried it, this is really your invitation to do so. Because once you commit and once you have something uh, physical in your hand, on your desk, it will serve you as a reminder to do so. Um, so commit to writing at least three, maybe five, maybe even 10 things every single day that you can be grateful for. And this is something that I still do. Um, and I must say that, you know, looking at life through the lens of gratitude is very natural to me now. Um, so throughout my day, I have many moments of, you know, of, of, of gratitude. I, I count the blessing as they are happening uh, now, which is, which is really fantastic, which means that I don't necessarily need to write down in my gratitude diary every single day anymore but I do come back to it regularly when I'm having a tough day for example then I really know that you know sitting down opening the diary for you know 20 maybe 30 minutes and having a very focused gratitude practice and writing things by hand is really helping me to internalize all that is good around me despite uh, maybe a challenging uh, a challenging day hmm. um, yeah, and I do that as well a lot, actually, when I am procrastinating, <laughs> because I've noticed that, you know, when I'm procrastinating, I don't want to waste my time, uh, but I don't want to do the thing that I know that I should be doing. So then going back to my gratitude diary makes me feel like I'm making a good use of my time. Um, and I often notice that afterwards, I feel a little bit more positive, I feel energized, and it's a little bit easier for me to kind of get into the rhythm and then do the things that I uh, need to do. So I don't think there is any research on that, but personally, I know that it really helps me to, um, yeah, to open my diary, take the 20 minutes, uh, to focus on my well-being, and then it's easier for me to um, do um, the things that I need to do. Okay, I'm going to take that and try that out next time I notice my, <laughs> that I'm procrastinating about something. So I think that for me, um, the way that I like to use gratitude the most now, having used it a few different ways over time, is as part of my journaling experience. And I mentioned this in the journaling episode. So I will start with journaling facts and events that are bothering me and on my mind and then I'll explore the emotions that go with them which um, in the first iteration of writing stuff in my diary will be 
all of it <laughs> and the, the not so the not so positive side of things the how I really feel about something and then as a summary to try and kind of make sense of it all I will try and use gratitude to see the good in what's going on like e even in the worst of situations we're getting something out of it even if it's just learning from the experience um, and so that for me is how I like to use gratitude now something that I most benefited from was when I like you said earlier about a commitment when I committed and I was do I did a whole year of um, doing the three things I was grateful for in each day and I would do it in the evening and I found that by committing to that in the evening I wanted that to be a seamless process I didn't want to sit there for 20 minutes trying to think of three things to write down so I found myself during the day looking for the things I was then going to write about it at night which meant that I was bringing gratitude into the moment into each day because I was like oh I'm grateful for this I had a nice chat with a lady at the checkout and she made me laugh and I'm grateful for that um, and so I became aware and grateful for these tiny little moments in my day. Um, so as a beginner, I think having that commitment to a practice, for me, that was one of the side effects of it, a very, very happy side effect of it. So yeah, I, that would be my tip. Yeah, and I love it that you, uh, I love what you said about journaling about all of your emotions first, and then looking at the bright side as well, or trying to find the silver linings. Because um, I think this is often where gratitude is being misunderstood. That gratitude is just about putting hand in the sand and bottling your negative emotions and just telling yourself that you should be grateful for all the things that you have in your life. Um, but I believe that it's, you know, it, it's really not the case that we should own all our emotions, we should work through them, we should take the necessary action to better our lives. Um, and at the same time, gratitude is just one tool that can help us to bring a little bit more balance to our thoughts, to offset some of the negativity with positivity. And as we've been discussing, it's uh, a great opportunity. It's a great tool to become more resilient uh, long-term, but it's definitely not about just, you know, putting a fake smile on your face and telling yourself that other people have it worse, right? It's not about minimizing your emotions. It's not about minimizing your hardships. But it is about not losing sight about all that is good in your life, even if your outer world is in chaos. Perfect. I think that is the perfect place for us to close this miniature episode on gratitude. Thank you so much, Anna, for joining us. If you have enjoyed this conversation about gratitude and you want to know more, then I'm going to point you to episode four of this podcast, where Anna and I spend a good half an hour talking all about gratitude and how you can practice it. If you'd like to connect with Anna or you'd like to know more about Anna's My Gratitude Challenge, you will find all the links you need in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and thank you again, Anna, for joining me. Thank you so much. These podcasts are here to help you manage your stress and burnout and your feedback is really valuable. So please rate this podcast and also drop me a note with any questions, suggestions or feedback that you might have. One of the most common questions I get asked is where should I start? And I believe that the best place for you to start is to learn how to soothe your nervous system. I've created a free download with instructions for five different ways that you can do just this and all of them work pretty much instantly. It's called the Essential Toolkit for Management Consultants. You can download it now at www.hannaholden.co.uk forward slash essential. One last thing, it's the legal language. 
This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of your doctor, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional.